Due to the graphic nature of this week's content, listener discretion is advised. Sometimes gaming just isn't fun. People make you feel like you're not good enough, or it may just be that you don't meet your own expectations. Either way, feelings of anxiety and inadequacy can make you act in a way that is either uncharacteristic of your normal self or in a way that is not socially acceptable. On August 26th, 2019, at an EA Madden tournament in Jacksonville, Florida, an incident occurred, the exact details of which are still unknown. Dealing with the emotions caused by the games that we play is a very real problem. But We at Love Thy Nerd exists in part to offer hope, peace, and a positive way to manage the pressure of life that we all feel. And that's what we want to talk about this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalkup, and you are listening to the Free Play Podcast, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. And join with me, as always, is my boy, Matt Warmbier. What up? I wanted to say something else. I don't want to spoil any surprises, though. <laughs> I don't even know what that what? means. Well, I wanted to, like, just, just let it go. Like, okay. I want yeah. some things to be fresh, and just, like, when you see him, okay. you see him, you know? Okay, well, I'm yeah. sorry, let's just let's try again. What up? I'm here. <laughs> Uh, and it's also me, with me. us is Kate Katawake. Hello. I was the one who said it me first. Well, so I'm, well I know. It us. Let's be. It, let's just, it we. It we. <laughs> <laughs> That's the t-shirt. It we. I almost choked on this water. You're <clears throat> welcome. We're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Water's dangerous. Did you know oh, that 100% gosh. of people who have ever drank water have died? Oh my gosh. That's why you should drink yeah. Dr. Those Pepper. Those are staggering statistics. Yikes. Yeah. Just think about it. You're 70% water. You're dying. Yeah. wonder if that's why. It's just, it's lurking. Um, well, guys, we are doing episode 22. And um, like we said at the top of the episode, it's, it's going to be a little heavier. It's actually going to be a lot heavier than anything that we've done here in a while. And we're sorry about that, but we're not sorry because we think that this is something that needs to be talked about. But before we get into all of that, we're going to get through all of the levity that we have that we normally do here on the Free Play Podcast, and we want you guys to know that we're going to be bringing you that that deeper show, but at the same time, it's still the same Free Play that you guys have come to know and love, hopefully, at least like. Who's this? Who's this? Um, Huge fans. All of our listener. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Connie Gwaltney. Man. Mom? Oh, yeah. Connie. Yeah, not, not, not just any mom. Chris' mom. Yeah. yeah, our number one fan-ish. Um, but let's go ahead and get right into it, because I think that the other topic is going to take a little bit longer. But let's go ahead and get right into it. Kate, what have you been playing? Octopath Traveler. All right, next. Matt, what have you... No, I'm just kidding. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us uh, about it. This is two I weeks really in a row, this game. Kate. Two weeks in a row. I know. Well, okay, here... I'll just say it instead of typing it into the doc. Yeah, that would be good for our podcast listeners. Absolutely. 
I love this game. It is so much fun. I, I've been having a little bit of trouble with some of the grindy things because, you know, I got my party up to like a certain level, like 22. Okay. <laughs> Matt, is this game as hard for you as it is for Kate? No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. You know how each chapter says a, a suggested level? Yeah. I found that to be false, the level. You want to be higher? I think it should be higher. Like you I went should be in, higher personally no, or like? No, I think the level suggestion is incorrect because I went into chapter two of somebody's story and I was level 22 as it suggested. I got smashed in two seconds. Oh like yeah, how, you this don't mess not, around. This is not the suggested. I, Kate, why so are I you came not back, streaming? You've got the internet now. What is no, your deal? No, but I don't want to she stream. Has good internet. Well, no, it's not. As, Kate, it's it. it is. It's very rarely ever been about what you want. It's it's what the people want. The people, people. don't want it. Here's the thing. I'd watch that. Oh yeah, hundred no, percent. I don't talk. I don't talk when I play. I don't by care. Myself. But you got faces. To... You make you make all kinds of faces and <laughs> you do. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> That's mainly well, what I want. I want I want to stream so I, I can just, see your face and hear what Steven has to say about your gameplay. So when you like a duo here, I like mm. that. Steven didn't have anything to say except this yesterday when I put Horizon Zero Dawn back in the PlayStation and started it over, he goes, oh, you're playing this again. Bored. Yeah, riveting. Like, I already know the story. And that's all. Yeah. But I just wanted something nice and relaxing to play. That's why I put that in. That's why you back have Back to Octopath. Octopath Traveler. I know, but I'm trying to save that. For saver, saver. I'm trying to save Octopath Traveler for my entertainment in the evenings on our road trip. Oh, okay. Because I'm not going to have the PlayStation and I want to play Octopath. So oh. to distract myself from playing it, I had to play something else. I love the game. I just oh, was a little, I felt, I felt a little misled by the level suggestion thing. So I had to do some work, okay? And then by the time I had worked up everybody to an acceptable level and got through that, then the other people that I didn't have in my party were super low level. Mm -hmm. So I've just been grinding, trying to get everybody, you know, on the same page. So like, for instance, if it says that you need to be level 14, what do you think you need to be? Is it, hold on, before you answer that. 20 at least, 20? No, yes, Kate. no, yes, way. yes, no. yes, yes, no. Kate, do you this just do you just yes. want the game to be so easy that you you can just walk up to anything and do anything you want? You don't want challenge. No, but when you say suggested, that means roughly around there. Okay, so let's say one below and one above, and then that suggested level, somewhere in that range. Okay, it was not. So you think it was that, not at all. You think that. If if you were level twenty in a fourteen suggested area that you, you should would, be fine. Okay, be fine. Would it be a challenge to you, or would you just be able to okay. roll through? But there's a difference from it being a challenge from challenge versus it being unfair. Okay. <laughs> when I went into this level twenty two situation, it was unfair. I could not heal my people enough to even attack or stay in Who it. Who are you using? Who are you using? Therion, right? No, Man. at this time I had Cyrus, I had Primrose, I had Ulbrick, and I had the other girl from like the wilds. I think Primrose is uh, weak. 
I thought we already yeah, discussed but it was, Primrose but I last had week. to have her. No, I had to have her because it was her story. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why. I think she has the most interesting story, but she is one of the weakest characters, in my opinion. At least, at least at the level I have her. Yeah, well, in the end, it's all fine. And I'm enjoying... I think I've done three or four <clears throat> characters level two or chapter twos. That's good. I like it. I think it's shaping up to be four or five chapters per person, I think. Okay. I think four. So you weren't nearly as far as you thought you were. I didn't think I was anywhere, though. Okay, well, then you were right there. Right where you wanted to be. So I'm just just now realizing that maybe uh, we have new listeners who, I don't know, maybe not know what Octopath is. Um, Octopath Traveler is a game on the Nintendo Switch, and it's exclusive for the Nintendo Switch, which is pretty pretty awesome, actually. That is a Final Fantasy-esque RPG um, that has eight different characters that you can play in the game. And each character has what we're guessing is four to five chapters, four-ish chapters apiece. This is just a guess. If you really want to know, I guess you could Google it, but I'm yeah. trying to not Google it. Use the it. Google machine. We're, we're, we're doing a lot of guesswork here. Just whatever you want to say it is. But those stories will will weave together at different points, and you can pick up different different people in your party depending on where you're going and all sorts of things. You have magic that you can level up depending on your character or different abilities. If you've never played an RPG... This one might actually be a good one to jump in on, um, not because it's handholdy, but because it offers, um, for those of us who might have played them in the past and didn't like them, this one was different enough that it made at least me, who hates Final Fantasy, want to play this game. Same. Yeah. So, Matt, so, you were... Oh, no, 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 no. Before yeah, you go forget to Matt. Matt even exists. Continue forget what you're saying. Matt? One yeah. of my last Never complaints was that there was no travel banter I. or any type of com- conversing between the people in my party. That has been resolved. Oh, so, oh it has. Back. Okay. So erase that complaint. I'm not going to go into it any further, but I, it's <laughs> yeah, no don't longer spoil a complaint. It. But I'm it's already no spoiled now. Thanks a lot. No, you're fine. You look fine. Matt was okay, Matt was next. ready to be disappointed for the rest of the game. Well, I'm done. Speaking of being done, what have you been playing, man? Oh. oh, it's been like one of those weeks where I haven't even picked up my Switch, sadly. Uh, oh. I don't know, but I've been listening to a lot of Steelheart. Yeah, Steelheart is a book by Brandon Sanderson. Is that right? Yeah, Brandon Sanderson. It's about these group of humans who are trying to take down these epics, these these people with superpowers, and it's been really good. I just finished it last night, and I am like chomping on the bit for the second one. It's um, pretty good. You said it's different though. It's just it not is. the same. I mean, I guess you're not going after one one bro now. Um, no Spoilers. comments. Okay. Yeah, well. I I don't want to spoil it, but I will say that um, the second book, Firefight, is just a different book than Steelheart. Steelheart had whoa my gosh, it was so good. And I haven't get, I haven't I haven't looked it up, but is like what did he write the second one after the first one just did really well? He's like, ah, oh, you know what? Better continue that. Or that, did he have a plan? That I don't I don't know. I'm not far enough in the story to even be able to take a guess at it because it feels to me like he wrote Steelheart and then just is continuing that story. Like, oh, okay, book two, here we go. 
Oh, but okay. I, I can't I can't say for sure. Well, I really enjoyed it, and if you haven't read it or listened to it on auto uh, audiobook, I would highly recommend it because it's about all I've done pretty much. I mean, I, I did play Dice Throne. I went to a uh, yard sale and bought Star Realms for three dollars, which is a really awesome nice. deck building game. And the best part of it is is the like the box it comes in like it's it's the size of like a, a just like a card box basically like not not like a playing card box but like a one you put your Pokemon cards in. So like everything you need's right there. Uh, and I know they make expansions for it, but I'm trying not to look at them because I don't need them. <laughs> I just want to play the base game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't need to buy them. That's um, the spirit. I picked up Azul, which is a, a oh, tile man. drafting placement game. It's super pretty and super great. Like, I, I forgot that I even wanted that game until I saw your post about it. Surprise! Oh. Well, it was at Target, and then I was like, let's see how much it is on Amazon here. And it was cheaper, <laughs> so I was like, got a strike. Got to get What did you get it for, 34 I got it for 30 Okay. Well, it was like 29 but yeah. I mean, it's going for thirty nine. Yeah, so ten dollars off. So yeah, you yeah, that's a win. That. That's the cheapest. That's the cheapest I've seen that game, and I've been looking for, well, since it came out, I think, earlier this year, last year maybe something like that. I kind of uh, keeping my nose to the ground. Nope, that's not a thing. My ear to the ground. Don't, to the ground. I wouldn't nose, recommend keeping your nose to, to the ground. Trying yeah. to smell stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it up. Um, if you if you like Sudoku, you need to check it out. I don't like Sudoku. Okay, yeah, I don't if, like but Sudoku. If you, uh, I wouldn't say it's exactly like. If, okay, if start you over. let's let's, say, better let's game. Why did you use it as the example no, then? If you... Because it's similar to it in some ways. Okay, let's say you only play video games and you're not big on tabletop games. You're looking for that intro game. You're like, uh-huh. hey, while I'm at work on my break, I do Sudoku. This would be a game where you would, I think, be able to understand it quickly. Okay. Okay. And jump in and enjoy it. But if you don't like Sudoku. You also will like it because I don't think Aaron likes Sudoku and she likes it. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I interesting. Um, I interesting way to 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 bring that up. Um, I would have I would have appreciated more like a uh, uh, too many birthdays um, scenario if you could if you could make that kind of correlation. <laughs> I would understand it better. Yeah. Um, but okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Take a beat. Let's okay. Bernstein so, Bears. the Berenstein Bears they they are watching cartoons every day after school, mm-hmm. and the the bad news about that is is between the cartoons, there's advertisements, and these advertisements just hook them, and they want like they want them to buy their stuff, and the the brother and sister they can't control themselves, so they go to run into Mama and Papa, and they're like, we have to have this new cereal or these toys, and Mama and Papa just go crazy because they're so sick of it. Now you can somehow work that out. <laughs> what I was talking about, I don't know how. I don't get it. I love that you just got wrapped up know. in telling your Bernstein Bears story. That you just completely buried the lead. That's the Whatever. perfect. Just, yeah. Now just, I understand. If you, if you see a commercial for the game, you'll want to buy it. Let's say your mommy and I daddy like give you five dollars to start a lemonade stand. Yeah. I, I honestly, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I wouldn't have brought Bernstein Bears in this. But it's too late now. <laughs> it's too late. Uh, I'm just gonna see how how often we can weave that into every episode. There are so out. many Berenstein Bears books. So, but I, mean, I don't care about any of the other ones. I just want too many birthdays in every many birthdays. single episode. Uh, yeah, you, you don't know all, you don't know all the books. So you're right. You've never been more right in your entire life. But I also wanted to mention 
dear Starbucks, please, for for the love of all things, if if you're listening, Mr. Starbucks, bring back the reggae playlist. Um, I can't do it. I can't do it. For 14 years, I've listened to reggae at work, and it's just like the perfect upbeat and calm, like rhythm. You know, it's rhythm. just oh, feel the rhythm, feel the rhythm. It's just what I wanted, and like just just took it away, and now I'm listening to like trash. It's not trash. You're listening to John Mayer, bro. No, I'm not listening to John Mayer. There Dubai is a Whitney Houston. Is a there... Wonderland. <laughs> no, he's trying to tell that's... you something. There is a Whitney Houston playlist, but I don't want to hear all of her songs. So, oh, you got to get to those oh. B-side deep tracks. They're there. So, if you are listeners, want to go ahead and tweet Starbucks about the reggae playlist. That would I'd be love great. It. I would love it. See, They're this, not returning my tweets. <laughs> this is where we leverage the community. Guys, what I is it? Is help. it just at Starbucks? Urgent. Yeah. Surely. Urgent. Yeah. Please help. At Starbucks, or at Starbucks Coffee, one of those two. Yeah. Let me look find out right where Star, Starburst is. Find out where Starbucks is. You can let Starburst know too. That's fine. Yeah. But find out whatever their Twitter handle is. I'm pretty sure it's at Starbucks. Starbucks. It's at Starbucks. That makes Everyone a lot tweet of sense. them. Tell them. Bring back reggae. Oh, say say it's time to hashtag bring back reggae. I love it. Yeah, and then tag just, Matt. Just do your best. That's all. Yeah, tag me at, at M Warm Beer. M Warm Beer. Yeah, yeah. On Twitter. So and, do your uh, best. I love you guys. Just save save yeah. it, okay? Just I can't wait to see what Connie me. tweets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be so good. <laughs> Thanks, Connie. Oh man, uh, Bobby, what have you been playing? I have been playing such games. For all of the games that I didn't play last week, guys, mm-hmm. I made up for it. So my wife did this really great thing. I'm gonna get into get into this here in a second. I told okay. her on Friday, I was like, "Babe, I have got to, I've absolutely got to play games." And it's got I, like I don't want to just play the games on the shelf. I have got to play the games that we picked up at Gen Con and got review copies of because I have a job to do for Love Thy Nerd. Um, And we promised all these people that we would review their games. So in keeping with that and not having played anything last week and barely anything the week before that, really since we got back from Gen Con, I told her I have to play games. And so she put out a Facebook event and said, hey, Stall Cubs are having a game extravaganza. Come on over. And we didn't have a whole lot of people bite on it, but we did have some, and I wore them out. I think I played probably three or four games minimum with each of them. And so here is a list of the games that I played this past week. I played Dinosaur Tea Party, which Matt, I saw that was on your list and you didn't talk about it. Yeah, I didn't mention it, but I did play it, yeah. Dinosaur Tea Party, and I'm going to give you just a brief explanation of what these games are. I'm not going to get into gameplay or really anything deep, but Dinosaur Tea Party is basically Guess Who, where you have to speak in a British accent, and it is the best. If you saw in the community, April Lynn posted while we were at Gen Con, me almost keeling over laughing. It was was watching Matt and everybody else play Dinosaur Tea Party. John Ibsen, though. It was what? (laughs) Oh, well, there were more people there. But yeah, I mean, like it was it was legitimately the funniest thing that happened probably all weekend, in my opinion. So uh, we also played Pantone. 
I'll be honest with you, that one did not go over nearly as well as I had hoped it would. I wondered about that. It's very, very situational. You have to have people that, A, understand the concept that you're doing Pictionary with Pantone color swatches, and B, Mm -hmm. are bad enough at drawing or at least helping other people visualize their the concept um it we didn't really have both of those lining up for that game and that's okay it's not a game for everybody and every time Um, but we played pantone and then i also played organ attack that night as well i love that one organ attack hands down one of my favorite games just period of all time i probably put it top five and I know, oh, well, where wow. are, where's Scythe and where's Risk? And just don't worry about Risk. it. None, none of your business. Um, but I like games that are easy to pick up, easy to teach, and play fun. And that is Organ Attack. And it's hilarious because they're actual diseases that afflict those organs and whatnot. Yeah, and you guys were throwing the asthma card at me <laughs> yeah. at PAX because I was suffering from it from like bad asthma at that time, and you loved it. And I was hey, like, you know, if, if the shoe fits, if the asthma, if the bear from Berenstein Bears, too many asthmas, bears. too many asthma birthdays. Okay, that's. Um, also played a game called Yogi, and it's spelled Yogi like Yogi Bear, but it has absolutely nothing to do with Yogi the Bear. It is. It is a fun card game that's designed to make you look and feel like an absolute idiot, and it works. So you're given cards, and some of them will say you have to keep your pinky up, your right pinky up the whole time, and you lay that card in front of you, and then play goes around, and everybody gets a different card, and then one may say you have to push, the, you have to keep this card on your right shoulder or with your ear to your shoulder. Um, so you end up like contorted oh, at the end of the game. that's what you were doing. I had no idea what was going on there. Yeah. If you've, if you've seen that picture, well, that's what we're doing, playing Yogi. Um, it's a great icebreaker if people will just get out of their comfort zone and just be done with it. Um, and it has uh, the texture of cards, like if anybody has played Space Team, it has that texture of cards, like plasticky, kind of kind of like that. Um mm-hmm. We also played Tiny Epic Galaxies, and oh, oh my gosh. Guys, this game is awesome. Um, from what I've understood, I've never played it, but I've been told that it plays a lot like Galaxy Trucker. Um, basically, you're just moving from one uh, from your galaxy to a planet to colonize or to, to take that planet and gain its resources or whatever. Uh, it's it's a tiny epic game, so it all fits in one little box. And I'm going to be writing a review on these games. And one of the things that my friend who was playing with me said was, um, or my, my interpretation of what he said, you know a game is good when in like the first, you're not even done with the, the rules yet. Like in the first two minutes of explaining the game, uh, he said, oh yeah, I'm going to like this game a lot. <laughs> you know. So if you haven't had a chance to play Tiny Epic Galaxies, go get that game. It's simple. It's easy to play. But I'll be dang if there isn't like a lot of strategy in that game. Um, you can play it one player, or you can play I think up to seven players, five to seven players. Really fun. And there's another, uh, there's an expansion out called Beyond the Black that we'll be reviewing as well. Ooh-wee. Also got to play Mini Diver City. And Matt, you remember that game? I do, and it's one of those ones I wish I would have picked up. We played, we played probably four games of that, like in a row. Really? Did you we, win? 
Well, some, and we lost some because that's just okay. life. Am I right? That's way. Yeah, that's right. Um, so right. we played at the base level, and then we moved up to the medium level, and we won at the medium level. And then we were like, man, if this was at the top level, we could have beat it as well because we were on such a streak. Oh, really? Yeah. They said you had to be a really good player to, to beat the expert advanced level. Uh, well, check. Um, done and done. <laughs> So this game is is basically my wife Anna's. She said it's a really good game with an agenda, and she's not wrong um, mm-hmm. because it's all about corporations, bad uh, environment, and good, um, and that it's it's hey, black hey, and white. Hey. Do you like air? Um, Do you like breathing? Hmm. Do you like asthma from grass pollen? <laughs> hey. Get on my level. We'll let hey. Kate weigh in on that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really fun because you, you play with the, the cards backwards. You get three cards in your hand and you don't get to see them. Everybody else sees your cards and you have to play as a team. Everybody wins or everybody loses. And you're trying to keep the corporations from flipping over islands to make hotels and also from killing off all of the different species in the ocean. And it's really simple to play. But if you don't make the right decisions, you will get rolled and rolled hard. Um, but really loved that game. That was fun. Also played Grim Forest. I don't know how many times nice. I have to tell you. If you haven't bought Grim Forest, go buy Grim Forest. It's a game of social deduction and uh, just building. You build three structures, whether they be uh, straw, wood, or brick. Your characters are the descendants of the three little pigs, and you're walking through fairy tales. And it is just a wonderfully whimsical time that we played with a six-year-old, and he loved it. He thought it was great, and I've played with my kids quite a few times as well. Um, As long as they can read, then I would say it's good to go for kids. It can get a little questionable if you have to read all of their cards for them, because then that's what we in the business like to call cheating. So, well, tell that to Matt because I don't think he knows about cheating in games. What, what's Ooh. cheating? <laughs> kids. Never heard of they. Um, we also played Barbarian <sighs> Battlegrounds. Um, this is a game by Greenbrier, Greenbrier Games, and this game is also it's dice drafting where you roll dice and set dice aside to put them in different areas and social deduction because you have to know or at least think you know what other people are going to do so that you can raid their village and take their loot first one to i think it's seven glory points wins and this was matt you bought this game I did, yeah. Yeah, sure did. I mean, it's it's one of those games that it's very cute, it's very unassuming. We've talked about it before, but I had a chance to sit down and get another game in with people who don't normally play games like this. And I asked, asked, asked her, I said, what is what was it about this game that you liked? And she loved the strategy. She loved having to figure out what other people were doing. Um, usually the social deduction is people's least favorite part about games like this. It's true. Having to play the player, uh, but it was her favorite part about it. So if you like reading people or pretending like you know how to read people and then being very, very wrong, uh, pick up Barbarian Battlegrounds. And Sounds she did. Like Secret Hitler. It's kind of Secret Hillary, but not really more, like over more the More dicey. Top. Yeah, yeah it's more way dicey. more ticey. Um, but I actually ended up sending that game home with her that evening because she was like, wow, this is really great. I think I might buy it. And I was like, why don't you just... 
take this copy, see if you like it, you know, outside of this environment. And I mean, she wasn't home for 15 minutes before she was like playing with her husband and calling me and saying, Hey, I played this card. Does it mean that I get to do yada, yada, yada? Or when can I take this action? So that was a win for me, um, that we played a game that she liked. Uh, and then the last game that we played is a game called Contour. And we played this with our kids and we played it very loosely. This is by the same company that does Yogi. And really what it is, is you have 15 straight lines that you can draw um, to do Pictionary is really what it is. Um, so Pictionary, obviously you get a word, you're trying to get people to guess what it is. But this one, you can only do 15 straight lines total um, to get people to guess roller skate or whatever. So um, I, a ton of games, I mean, like, many, many games. And I'm going to be playing more, hopefully going to be playing Scythe, uh, my little Scythe tonight. Uh, I was telling the guys, I also got in uh, Santo Tomas de Aquino, uh, which is a Time Stories uh, booster scenario leading up to Brotherhood of the Coast. And guys, my Kickstarters are starting to fulfill and I'm feeling really, really anxious about all of these games that I have to play. Um, Too many too many birthdays. birthdays yeah well that's what it's like it's just like every day is my birthday well hey i just want to throw this out there i mean take it for what it's worth i'll take any you don't think you can play <laughs> well i've I got did. i've got more on the way so haba i said uh, my dibs haba sent games to uh to drew because you know we were we were emailing them after Gen Con and all sorts of stuff, and we're talking about review copies, and he had mentioned a game that he wanted, and I had a couple of games on that list, and they sent all of them to him. So now I've got two of those games coming back here to me that I've got to play with my kids and blah 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 and all sorts of stuff. Blah blah playing blah, games. Blah blah blah. Oh no. Just all of the freaking games, and guys, I I enjoy it. I really do. When I can sit down and play games, my body is ready. Our church is starting a hopefully weekly game night uh, starting this Friday, the release date of this podcast. And what we're going to be doing is from 6 to midnight, anybody who wants to come up, I'm going to be hosting a game night. And so I've got a bunch of guys in the office that are ready to help me with this and use this as an actual ministry opportunity and really get to, to focus in on all of the things that we're doing Love Thy Nerdwise actually IRL uh, putting it into practice so here's to hoping it goes well I don't know we'll see I'm I'm really hopeful about it I'm, I have a little bit of anxiety because of just all of the things that are going to be getting done uh, in the next coming week but man I don't know one of the things one of the things that I'm really kind of having anxiety about is that I'm actually leaving on Sunday for Florida and I think this is a good time to let our listeners know that we'll be taking a week off. Next week, we will not have an episode of Free Play. Kate will be traveling. I'll be traveling. Matt will be tweeting Starbucks.reggae. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, you could take a double shift next week. How exciting is that? Uh, <laughs> Thanks for I'll, I'll That's think good. about it. That's you, really good. Okay, let's, let's say if reggae comes back, I'll be more inclined. <laughs> oh, Starbucks, you hear that? Not a sponsor, but maybe hey, Starbucks. You don't you know that? that. You don't know that. Just just give me the reggae. Yeah. Hey, go. I tried to order a coffee via text and he said no. 
You, well, did you say no? I said no, thank you. Did you text I said, Matt? Yeah, I said I'll have a venti iced caramel macchiato, and then I said if it's a grande, I send it back. I send if it it's back. hot, I send it back. <laughs> you should have said he didn't. Uh, un- I'll, with, I will with have cream the on the side. I will. If have the cream comes on top, it's I send just it back. Like, it's just that's every day, man. What are you talking about? All like, day, every day. You can tell Kate's normal. been watching a lot of The Office lately. And she's she's in that she's in that season where there's a lot of quotes, a lot of quotes. I know. I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry. Oh, at all. sorry, not sorry. No way. Yeah, if you're not watching The Office on Netflix, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I go, I go through it like once a year. There's a meme that's out there that is, you know, scrolling through Netflix, what to watch, what to watch, and then you just finally land on The Office and watch it all the way through again. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Steven hasn't seen the majority of The Office. He's seen the five episodes that I watch on replay over and over and over and over again. Yeah. But he hasn't seen all the rest of them. So that's why well, I'm like, oh, Steven, look. Tell him to get good and he get on He is getting your level. good. We're, we're watching a couple episodes every night. Okay. I, this is, I mean, yeah. here's, now we're going to what we've been watching. Um, but I've been watching, uh, what is it called? Oh. Magic for nerd? No, not for nerds. Magic for humans. Oh, I watched the first episode of that. Yeah. Watch all of it. It's what is that? Freaking hilarious! It's 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 just a, a short run show that is specific to Netflix, and I forget the guy's name. He has one. It's really important to him, but I don't remember it right now. Um, and he's just this. He's a magician, and he goes around and he does magic for people. And the show is is made in a way that. Like it's telling a story. There's a theme for each episode. Like I don't know if you've ever seen uh, on YouTube TV um, or, or YouTube Red rather, Mind Blow, Mind Blown by uh, the guy from Vsauce, Michael from Vsauce. Um, anyway, it's it's really good. You guys should watch it if you haven't already. It's hilarious. Um, I find myself like rolling over laughing because Kate and Matt, that show is our humor. Like. All right, I'm in. Times infinity. So, I'll watch more. Yeah, watch. Yeah, can you can you text it later? It, it'll forgot. be it'll show up like right there, like boom. What's trending? And it's called Magic for Humans. So no, I think Facebook heard you. Don't worry, it'll show up. Yeah, it'll be there. Don't Alexa worry about heard it. me. Alexa. Well, now you just triggered everybody's little HomePod. Um, hey, before we get too far too much farther into the episode, I want to remember remember. No, how about I remind you everybody? Can, you can remind. You can I want to remember to remind everybody immediately right now um, that if you want to be on free play, this podcast that your earballs are listening to, starting in September, we will be having one of you, our wonderful supporters. And by you, I mean I'm specifically talking to a group of people who support us on a monthly basis financially. We want to have you on this podcast to talk about all sorts of things, whether it be all the junk that we just talked about, you know, what are you playing or watching or Netflixing or whatever it is that you're doing? Um, or can you speak into the topic that we're actually covering on that episode? Doesn't matter to us. We just want to give you a chance to be a part of what we're doing. Because that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is to make you feel comfortable enough, specifically with the three of us, that you would want to join us maybe at a show or... I don't know, hang out with us in general if we ever do any IRL events. But uh, this this is about community and creating it in any which way that we can. And we really feel like this might be another way that we could create that community. So in order to be on this podcast, you got to do two things. 
you have to support us financially, pay to play, sorry to say, but you got to support us financially on a monthly basis or otherwise. And you also have to rate and review our podcast, the free play podcast on any podcast network that you do it on. Um, so you're going to make it a good review though. Yeah. Okay. Good point. So Matt's was, you have to review us. Kate's is you have to review us well. Um, I think yeah, that well, those... why are we going to have somebody on who gives us one star and says we suck? That's a good point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. I hadn't thought about that, but that's a good point. So if you don't review us well, anything less than 10 stars, we say? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 10 or more stars. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, whether it's on TripAdvisor or Twinder or wherever, we Yelp. just want you guys to... Yelp or MySpace. Yeah, good, good solid reviews. And guys, you can be right here on this podcast and you can share with us your favorite Berenstein Bear book. Um, Please. Yeah. Because we know what Matt's is. Um, but guys, in all seriousness, ministry does cost money and we literally could not do this without you. All of our supporters are going to have a chance to be on this podcast. It is not a raffle. We're not going to draw names out of a hat. We're going to be very deliberate about the people that are on each episode. And uh, this is just a little way that we can say thank you for supporting us. And guys, to do that, if you're not already in, go to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner. Okay, so now it's time to move on to our main topic. And none of us, uh, Kate, Matt, or myself, none of us are are super excited to talk about this particular topic, but we feel like it is important enough that we need to bring it up and we need to talk about it. Um, if you're in our community, love in our community on Facebook, we're we're trying to keep the chatter as far as like the just the the noise about it and the vitriol and all sorts of stuff in the community to a minimum and we've already pulled at least one post at the time of this recording and i promise you that um as as the community manager i will pull more of these posts if i start to see them but we we want this to be a space where we can talk about things and and we can acknowledge that they happened and also i really want us to be able to learn from these things so we are we are talking about the shooting that happened um, on 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 Sunday. Um, this this would have been August the the twenty twenty sixth um, at about one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So basically, what happened, um, and we're not going to talk about the name of the shooter uh, because that's really not what this is about. But I just want to give you guys some facts about what happened so that we can talk about it. So a guy was a part of this tournament and had been a part of the Madden scene for a while, loses a game. And anybody who's been a part of these kinds of tournaments or any kind of high game play, you know that they get pretty heated. There are tons of things at stake, money being just one of those things. But for gamers, a lot of the, a lot of the times it's your ego and your pride that's on the, on the line. I'm not saying that what he did was justified, just trying to get you to be in the mindset of what's going on here. So he loses one of these very intense matchups. And after he loses, he leaves and comes back and ends up shooting and killing several people and then taking his own life. And in the process, he wounded about 10 other people. 
So basically what happened was he lost the game and then his rage, what we would normally you know, classify as nerd rage, takes over and he commits this just absolutely heinous act. And so we want to talk today about how do we manage our nerd rage? And I'm just going to go ahead and continue and use continue using that phrase, um, not tongue in cheek wise, but I think that that's that's a that's just a term that we can all kind of understand because when we play games, we do get pretty ragey. Um, so first off, I just want to just kind of ask Matt and Kate, what are some what are some games that you guys just get ragey over when you're playing them? Mario Odyssey really is a is a recent one. Yeah. Some of those things are like impossible. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. There's these little I mean, I don't want to say that I'll do anything to get the stars or whatever, but there was a couple times I'm like it's not worth it. I can't get it. Like where I would be holding the controller, my hands would be all sweaty and I'd be like <laughs> It's like so mad. Right. And Steven would ask me a basic question. I'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Something very important is happening right now. Right. But I have very vivid memories of playing Crash Bandicoot at my grandma's house with my brother. Mm-hmm. And we would get in huge like fights with each other over the game. And then, you know, when you're like in a rage over the game and there's somebody right next to you is telling you what to do and it just eats into the rage. Yes, absolutely. So me and my brother would be punching each other in the room. My grandma would take the PlayStation away. But someone asked me, are you going to get this new, the new Crash Bandicoot? I'm like, no, (laughs) no, I will not. (laughs) Because it still upsets me like to this day. Right. It's like the negative nostalgia. Yes. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so there's two, a recent and a long time ago example. Uh, just the other day, we were doing that dice turn tournament at my house, and I was playing Aaron, and I don't typically get ragey because I mostly just don't care, but I was just so annoyed, and I, I just wanted to win. <laughs> and like I was really like having to not speak because I didn't want to say anything that was you know mean or not true or I don't know. Um, so like it, it still happens even to the calmest of people. Like I'm, a, I'm a pretty calm guy who can let a lot of things go. Like I can see where that that nerd rage like it's there. Like I think the competition like you you want to win and you like you almost would do anything like and just when you don't do well or you don't do how you thought you should. Um, like it's just it's hard. Like it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, thinking back to like my high school years, we used to play a lot of. WCW versus NWO and like all those yes. WWE, uh, I'll say WWF games because that's what they were back then. And no uh, mercy, like, attitude. Right, we used to play oh, a lot good. of those games, and like I don't know if it's like the when you couldn't win and your friend is like kind of like bragging and, and rubbing it in, like it, but it's kind of part of it as well. Like yeah. you you kind of just want to break the controller over your knee, <laughs> yeah, or their knee. Um, somebody's knee yeah uh we had a friend who like got so angry he broke a controller over the like on the table like he slammed it down like as hard as he could and it shattered and yeah yeah is the the nerd rage is real it's it's a thing and i 
I've I've mentioned before and I'll say it again. For me, my current game that does that is Mario Tennis. And, you know, it's it's kind of the same vein as Odyssey. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a really cute, very unassuming, it's a chill game. Not in that third tier bracket for once you, you've won two games and you're playing for the championship and somebody's Boo or Waluigi or, mm, you know, yeah. Bowser Jr. And it just feels like no matter what you do or if you're playing on the level that is the ship and it's got that stupid pole in the middle and they always seem to hit that pole at the right angle where it goes the opposite direction. Like, I get to the point where I've been in a match for no joke like 15 or 20 minutes and we're at match point or game point and then somebody walks in front of the TV or my kids want to ask me a thousand questions and I finally just have to be like I've I've really legitimately got up and just shut the game off like in the middle of a match Um, and it wasn't a rage quit or whatever it was you know what if if I can't be in a perfect scenario where I can just sit and do this match and do it well I don't, even, I don't even want to do it. Or if you're going to continue to ask me questions or whatever it is, like, I'm done. I just can't. I can't play the game right now because it's not fun to me. Um, I'm really, really, really getting mad right now. My nerd my nerd rage is boiling over. Um, but I think that uh, a past game, because, Kate, you did a present and a past. I can do that too. A past game for me was Eternal Champions on the Sega Genesis and maybe I'm seeing a trend here, at least for myself, that they're competitive games. Um, I don't necessarily have this anymore with non-competitive games. But uh, Eternal Champions, and that game, there was nothing really good about it. It was a middle-of-the-road fighting game. But my, my stepbrother, he could beat me no problem. I mean, he could beat me with his eyes closed, and maybe that was part of the problem. Because I've now, I've since watched my six-year-old and my four-year-old play Street Fighter on the Super Nintendo uh, Classic. And uh, my my four-year-old, she just, she literally button mashes. It's just like she's just squeezing the whole controller at once. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's everything wrong with it. And my six-year-old has figured out Dalzim, where he can just do that low punch, where he reaches across like three-quarters of the screen to hit you. So... He's figured out how to make her absolutely furious while playing that game too. And so that was kind of the deal with Eternal Champions when I was a kid was I didn't know how to do any of the special moves. He knew like two of them and that was enough to just wreck shop on me. And I remember like pushing him and leaping onto him and swinging the controller at him because all he would do the whole time was just rub it in. He would say, oh, you suck or you're not very good or I can beat you blindfolded or whatever. And he could, he could do all of those things and everything he said was absolutely 100% true, but it didn't create an environment that I wanted to play in. Um, I wanted to still play the game because I wanted to be good at it. I enjoyed the game, but he didn't really create an environment where I wanted to play with him. Um, Yeah. And it made me kind of ragey. And so... I've seen this because I watch I watch a ton of uh, online like streaming gameplay, um, especially like competitions like Evo and things like that, where you're you're watching like these really top tier gamers 
Um, and I will say this, that I've not seen a, a more toxic gaming environment tournament-wise um, than those people that play sports games. I don't know what it is. I just go and watch it. It's crazy, uh, especially Madden. Madden's one that I've seen that is like really, really out there, uh, where people are like screaming at the the person that they're playing. So if if somebody misses a tackle and you know running back gets in for a touchdown, they'll like stand up and like scream at him and be like, "Why are you here? Why are you playing? You're terrible. Go home." You know, like it is absolutely 100% just like bad. Uh, I don't don't have anything good to say about that. And then there are other, you know, uh, guys that play Madden that are really good um, that, you know, don't do that. And they're just great. You know, they celebrate when they, when they win or when they make a good play and they don't make the other player feel like a bag of trash. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess my next question would be this, like when you are, feeling real nerd ragey like what do you do to battle that and don't we don't have to pretend like every time we're 100 percent good at that that's not what i'm asking but but how when you when you catch yourself in that moment how do you manage your anxiety um of i'm about to explode what what do you do to not get to that point i think walking away is okay i think that's a that's an easy an easy, you know, thing to do. Um, I think going into games, it's always good to remember that a few things like one, like this is, this is a game and this isn't like life or death, hopefully. Um, and being able to think like, okay, let's say I'm going to, let's say I lose, like what's the worst that could happen? Like what's the worst that could happen if I lose this game? Like, I, you know, there, there could be even worse things that could happen besides me losing this game. You know, sure. like I could die. I, like my parents could die or, you know, I could lose my job, whatever. Like or there almost are worse any things. other thing, right? Almost any other thing. So like going into it, it's like just, I don't know, being able to, to think ahead, like, Hey, I could possibly lose. Um, I could lose this, uh, having expectations, like, like that, like I could win, I could lose, and either way, it's gonna be okay. Like I'm still gonna be mad at the end of the day, and like I can get through a loss. Right. So, Kate, what about you? What are some of the things that you might do to kind of manage your rage? Well, I know with Mario Odyssey, I would be like, okay, try this little section two more times or three more times. If you don't get it done by then, then you have to walk away from it. Because I'm not going to, if I just sit there and keep doing it over and over and over and over and over with no limit, I'm just going to be a ragey, angry, annoying person. Okay. So I I usually try and do that. I mean, if it's something like with with Mario, at least, you know, a lot of those sections go by pretty quick. So that was what I did with that game. I was just thinking about when I was growing up, me and my brother both had Game Boy Advances. Okay. And my brother, he would get so mad and frustrated at his games that he would take 
the Game Boy Advance and like smash it against his forehead. Oh man! And the screen would like it wouldn't break the glass, but like it would shatter something in the screen, so it would get that like black ink all inside of it. Yeah, I don't know if it's really ink, but that happened to two or three Game Boy Advances with my brother, and he'd be like, "No, now it's broken," and my mom's like, "Well, you have to buy yourself another one. You did that." <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Like, <laughs> so I've I've never had anything like crazy like that. I mean, I have thrown a controller a couple times, but I always throw it into a soft surface. But the thing is, like, <laughs> I live with so much regret that I'm like, or anxiety that my anxiety outweighs my rage. So inside, I'm like, throw the controller. But my brain's like, it might break. Throw it into a soft surface. Yeah. So I like yeah. half toss it. But I, I think the most effective thing for me has been kind of like what Matt said, like, just walk away. Like, just put down the controller, turn it off, like, walk away. Right. For I, me, at least. I think that because throwing the controller, that's that's an outlet right mm -hmm. like yeah. but to to kind of have the forethought to not throw the controller at a person <laughs> or on the ground or at your tv or at your dog or you know to to have a non destructive outlet for that um i think that that can be healthy in some some ways but also I, it's very interesting so i mentioned vsauce and uh the the show mind blown on uh, on on YouTube Red, and there's an episode where they do. Uh, he kind of does a study on what it's what it's like. It, are there benefits to to having an outlet like that, or are there benefits to not taking that? And he was looking specifically at would that make you feel better? Would it make you more calm? And spoiler alert, I'm going to jump to the end here. He found that in his scientific studies of letting people like go into a room and smash pots and do all sorts of stuff, like have an outlet, it actually made them more ragey than if they didn't do those things. Mm, like if they that. didn't act out their rage. Um, so I think that when you bring that into this scenario um, of, of this incident that happened in Jacksonville, Florida, that... You know, if if you don't act out your rage, if you don't do those things, if you don't just always need that outlet to punch things, um, or you know, punching bag, or you know, throwing your controller, or you know, in his case, you know, doing this heinous act of of bringing a gun into this area, then I, you know, there are there are positive things that can happen for obviously not acting those out. None of those bad things happen if you don't act it out. Now, a lot of people will say, well, you don't want to bottle everything up because then it just shakes and shakes and shakes. And then when it finally does come out, it explodes. I think there are other outlets that you can you can use. Maybe talking about it with people, um, having open yeah, and honest conversations. Yeah. yeah, being honest about it, like being like, hey, I'm really frustrated right now. Like just being able to say that oftentimes helps. Like just saying that, like you're, you're I think hearing yourself say it out loud, like, Hey, I'm really frustrated. Hey, I'm really raging right now. Like it helps you kind of like take it all in and be like, Oh, I don't really need to be though. It's okay. Absolutely. And I think that it's, that's not a one-to-one, -one, right? Like if, if you get in a situation with a real right. jerk and you're like, Hey man, that sucked what you did just then. I, I, I really wish you wouldn't have done that. And they're like, get good nerd. Who cares? Um, sucks to suck, like stuff like that, you know, things that we say very tongue in cheek a lot of times, like we don't know, we have no idea 
what the things that we're saying, the effect that they have on people. And I think that in this case, we see exactly what happens when we speak negatively or speak down to somebody or whatever, because there's no telling how many tournaments he was at where he had those kinds of conversations with people and maybe lost a game or whatever, and they just trashed him, drug him through the mud. Here again, I am not, hear me say this, I am not condoning any of the actions that happened or will happen in the future or anything like that. This is not a a free reign and and, an open invitation for things like this to happen. If anything, what we want to do is we want to draw your attention to the interactions that you are having with people while while you game with them because these are the very things that we are trying to prevent with Love Thy Nerd. If you ever wondered, oh, well, are they preaching the full gospel or are they doing this or are they doing that? You know, they're not doing, you know, ministry the way that I would do it. This is exactly what we're trying to to prevent and things like this. We're trying to change people's hearts and, you know, uh, misconceptions about the way that the world operates and what morals even are um, by building relationships with them and having positive gaming interactions with these people. And by these people, I mean all people. Every time you play a game with somebody, they should come away with a positive um, experience and just they should love you more when you're done playing a game, whether it's competitive or otherwise. So what do you think, what do you guys think, you two, what do you think would be some things that we could do as gamers to kind of help create those kinds of environments while we're playing games with people? I think it was maybe a year and a half ago-ish, two years ago, I was playing Overwatch on the online. And playing right. with mm-hmm. me was Brian Guerra. And Heard of her. I think mm-hmm. Zach Carpenter was playing with me at this particular time. Either way, I don't play online games with people hardly ever. And I've played with these guys multiple times. And the thing that made me come back to keep playing was because I had a good experience with them. Even though I'm trash at the game, I know that I'm trash at the game. I don't need anybody to tell me that I'm trash and to point out the specific ways I failed to secure the payload. I okay. know what happened. <laughs> we were there. But these, yeah. And that, that's why it was so, it was fun for me to play with these guys because it wasn't like, a, oh, Kate, you screwed up the whole thing, blah, 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 blah. It was hanging out, having a good time in like a positive environment where it's like, it made me feel like it's okay if you fail. It's okay if you jack up the thing that we've worked so hard to do tonight. Because what it's all about is relationship building and friendships. Like making sure the payload gets there is the secondary objective for this entire thing. And that's what made it so great for me. And what made me want to be involved in it was that there was just this emphasis of whatever. I mean, yeah, it's a game. And yeah, we would love to win. That would be fun. But the environment was positive. And I think that's something that everybody has the ability to try to do. I mean, if you're playing with a bunch of people where everybody's super negative, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You, that's, that kind of sucks and is hard for some people and doesn't exactly like encourage a spirit of positivity and doesn't make it seem like a safe space 
So I think even if you sense that somebody's having a hard time and you just send them a message and be like, hey, kind of felt like you were having a hard time, but just wanted to say like, it was super fun playing with you, whatever, whatever, even something like that could probably make a difference. Even if that person just sends a ragey response back, at least, you know, you made an attempt to say, hey, you're ragey, but I had fun playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. I, I think that I always try to remember that the people I'm playing games with, like, they are real people. They are real people. And I don't know what their morning looked like. And I don't know what their yesterday looked like. I don't know where they're coming from, what argument they just had with their, their parent or spouse or whoever. Um, so when you come into a, a gaming situation with me, I want you to know that I appreciate that you're there. And I want you to know that, like, I want to remind you, like, this is a fun game. Like, we play these games for fun. Um, and I, I know that some situations, like, you're playing for money and, you know, like, possibilities. But, like, at least as far as the circle I'm playing in, like, you, we're playing this for fun and to get to know each other. Like, yep. you can beat me. That's okay to beat me because I'm not going to be angry about that. Um, so just in all things, like, remembering that they're real, but also remembering, like, let's say someone hurt your feelings, like trying to remember like, okay, am I going to remember this in a week? Am I going to remember this in two weeks? I probably won't remember exactly what you said and it won't really matter because like, I'm going to be living my life and you're going to be living your life. And chances are you're, you know, I might not hang around with you anymore if you're being so, so rude. Um, right. Just trying to remember, like see, remember the grand scope of life that like, it's not going to make a, a eternal difference with what you say to me. I like that you, you know, what you talked about there, uh, that people, you don't have, you have absolutely no idea what that person's been through that day. Yeah. Um, and you may be playing a game with them at that moment, but there were, there were events in their life that led to that moment. Um, we, we are all the sum of events leading up to the moment, whatever the moment is. And so for something, you may lose your head. And you may talk trash to somebody and you may make them feel, you know, about as, as big as a dime, but we have no idea what that person has gone through. They may have lost a loved one, um, or they may have worked their entire life to get to this point to be as good as they are at a game. And you just are naturally good or inclined in a certain thing and you crush them. Um, so just to remember that, you know, we, we say a lot, pixels are people too. That when you're playing against somebody, that's a person. And if you're playing a tabletop game with somebody, let's be honest, those get pretty ragey sometimes too. That meeple are people too. Like these, these people that you're playing with are real people with real lives and families and stories and ups and downs and pains and all sorts of things just like you have. Um, and life is not perfect all the time. And really the last thing that, that people need while they're playing a game, which is supposed to be fun, even in a term, tournament environment, is supposed to on some level be fun. What The last thing that they need is is for someone to talk down to them. So as, 
as Christians, and not everybody that's listening is a Christian, but we at, at Love Thy Nerd, we are a faith-based Christian organization. And this is kind of the guise and, and the, the viewport that we look through all the time, the lens by which we view the world. We are called to be light. We're called to uplift people, to build them up and not break them down. Um, a word you might hear a lot is edify. That's really what that means, is, is we are called to be a preservation for the way that the world is supposed to be. We're not, we're not supposed to bring poison and, and vitriol and drag people through the mud and make them feel small and worthless. And I think that that's probably what we should be doing in the gaming world too. And I think that so much that I joined you know, these five other people in creating Love Thy Nerd to do that to go and build relationships with nerds and to be the love of Jesus to them and their culture, which is also my culture. And that's why we want to talk about this today is because it's a thing that we believe can be rectified. Can we erase all the bad and all the sin in the world? No. But we think that not just us, not just the staff, but you as well can be a positive influence in the world around you. And this is a good reminder that what we're doing is necessary, that what we're doing is needed. We don't want to benefit from this, and we don't benefit from it, but we can learn from it. Um, We can do things like pray for the people that we are playing with if we're in a uh, competitive situation, such as this tournament. Um, We can be a smiley face in the gaming world around us, whether that's online where people just love to be trolls and they live in anonymity and all sorts of stuff where they can just put on this weird face and just be a complete b-hole. But don't do that. Our plea to you is to be a good person. Maybe you don't believe in Jesus or subscribe to Christianity. Um, I would hope that one day you would, but if you don't, that's really between between you and you know and God really. But but if you are, or even if you're not, just be a good person. And if you're a Christian, you need to be the person that God has called you to be, um, and model yourself like Christ would. And He wouldn't do those things. And I think we can all agree that a good person, wherever you draw morals from, would not act like that and and treat another person that way. Um, we are called to to treat, the, treat people the way that we would want to be treated. And I can tell you right now, I don't want to be treated like that. Specifically, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want somebody to be so angry with me that they would want to kill me. And I think that door swings both ways, that we should not want so bad for people uh, we we, would not, we should not want for people to rot in hell and stuff like that. We shouldn't have that anger build up inside of us as well. Our heart should break for for people like this. Whether it's a mental disability or a chemical imbalance or somebody just pushed him over the edge or whatever it is, we should try and be the kinds of people that spur on hope and positivity and send good vibes and just people that people want to be around. And I can tell you that for the most part, that's what we try to do here at Love Thy Nerd. And that's what we want you to do, whether you're just a listener of this podcast or whether you found us through another avenue or whatever it is. We hope that 
you will take your rage, which no doubt will come in games, and spin it. Don't let it rule you. It's not in charge of you. It's not your real dad. You can be bigger than that. And we believe in you. And if you need help at all, you can go to lovethynerd.com. Hopefully some of our content on there will help take you in a positive direction. Or you can email me specifically, personally, bubba at lovethynerd.com. And I would love to talk with you and help you through anything that you need. Um, Specifically speaking for me, I have 10 years of church work experience. I've been a full-time member of a church staff for 10 years. Um, So I can help you through those things if you need them from that perspective. I also know that um, our chief content nerd, Drew, uh, has also been in that realm and also Chris has as well. So if you want to email any of us, you can. Uh, that would be Chris, Drew, or Matt. Uh, Matt as well. I know Matt is is working on doing some mission stuff through his church. Um, but we are all seasoned veterans in all of this stuff. And just use any of our first names, at lovethynerd.com. And we would love to talk with you and help you get through this if you're, if you're having trouble with it. But also just be encouraged. If people are talking trash about you, people think that you're terrible, you're not. You are loved, you are special, um, and there is not just a pie-in-the-sky imaginary figure, um, if that's how you view it, that loves you, Um, although there is. God does love you, and Jesus loves you for sure, but there are people with skin on that also love you and will spend time with you and will hang out with you and listen to you and help bring you through these things. Sorry if this is long-winded, but this is our heart. This is why we created Love Thy Nerd. We don't like it when these things happen, but we think that it is it is important enough that we should talk about these things and help bring hope and positivity in a time of hurt and despair. On a somber note, um, that's going to do it for this episode, episode 22 of the Free Play Podcast. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube, and really anywhere else that podcasts are found. And if you can't find us where you listen to podcasts, please let me know, and I will do my best to get us on that network. And if you're not already a part of our Love Thy Nerd community on Facebook, then please go ahead and do so. Just search for Love Thy Nerd on Facebook. Two things will come up, our community and our Facebook page. Go ahead and give the page a like and request to join the community. You can also find us, like I said, on Facebook, also on Twitter and Instagram, at Love Thy Nerd on all of those. And I promise you, this is not what every episode is like. Usually they're pretty light, pretty peppy, but we had to, we had to do this one. So uh, we are not here next week. So check back in two weeks um, and we will be back to the regular format and hopefully have a lot to talk to you guys about having been gone for, you know, what will be for us two weeks. Um, But uh, guys, be sure to check back. Subscribe to the podcast, rate and review, and become a donor, a partner with us at lovethynerd.com forward slash partner for your chance to be on, I say chance, like it's it's not a chance, I said it wasn't a raffle, for your opportunity to be on the Free Play Podcast and help us discuss some of the topics that we talk about and let us know what you've been playing. Once again, I'm Bubba Stalkup. I'm Matt Warmbier. I'm Kate Kotowaki. 
We'll catch you in two weeks. And remember, and I truly mean this, please hear us when I say this, that Jesus loves you, nerd. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. Play Toto.